Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Frasiac Studio in the heart of uh, Los Angeles, not quite Beverly Hills, where I posted on my Instagram um, where a lot of you, I forget this, and I'm this gullible too, you know, but I posted over the weekend on my IG story, Schman and I bought a home. We were in Beverly Hills at this incredible, incredible mansion um, that is a friend of ours. And um, anyway, everyone was like, congrats, girl. I'm like, y'all. I mean, I am making money off this podcast, but y'all, I am not, mm, I got a little ways to go before I'm buying my estate in Beverly Hills. But you know what? I appreciate you all that you believe in me. And then like two frames later, I corrected it, but no one won. Beyond that, people were like, oh, congrats on the home. And then they clicked off my story. Thanks a lot, bitches. Obviously, I wasn't entertaining enough to go to like frame three. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, look, welcome to a brand new episode of the Sarah Frazier Show. It's Tuesday, y'all, and I talk about myself a lot usually on Tuesdays, but I want to do a takeover for my dear friend, Jade Cataprita, okay? Preta. I'm saying it wrong. Jade Cataprata. She is a comic here in LA. She's known nationwide. You've seen her on a TV show that she's done because, oh my God, she's done everything under the sun. She's been in Californication. She's been in Two Broke Girls, Manhattan Love Story. I mean, you name it, Jade has appeared on it. And Jade and I actually just did a comedy class together here in LA. You probably saw that I did my first ever like like legit stand-up set. I've, I've toyed with stand-up before. 
but it keeps coming up in my life, like this urge to do it. I see other people do it. I'm very jealous of them. Um, and, you know, I I think I saw from Chelsea Handler, she always said that she heard, I think it was from her therapist or something, that if you're jealous of someone or something, it means that there's something there, that you either want it, you want to be it, you want to do it, you want to try it. Um, so I've always taken that to heart. And, and I feel that way about comedy. I've always wanted to do stand-up consistently. So that's one of my goals this year. And it's happening. I'm doing it. But Jade has been in everything from Modern Family, Life in Pieces. Um, She's guest starred in so many different shows on the reality front. She was a series regular on Girl Code on MTV, Punked on MTV, Ladylike MTV. And now she has a brand new show that she is hosting. It's a dating show. It debuts tonight called Who... Uh, called Hotties on Hulu. I'm really proud of this woman. I'm proud to have been in a comedy class with her because she's opened for everyone from Bobby Lee, um, Dane Cook. I mean, oh my God, Nikki Glaser, you name it. She, she's just such an incredible person and talent. And I'm, getting to know her outside of just her stand-up is great. So she has an awesome story too, by the way, that she is about to share. All the highs and lows. I mean, she was tapped to do the Famous E! News, The Soup. And then it went downhill from there. She'll tell you. (laughs) So JCP is my dear friend. She's on today. Um, You're going to love this podcast episode. I'll be back next week. I'll do a full episode on, you know, what's going on in our lives back in LA. Because we were gone for five weeks. Now we're back in town. We hit Malibu. Unbelievable. Put Malibu on your list, okay? I had to drive by Diana Jenkins' home from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All you can see is the gate, okay? You can't see anything. She doesn't own it anymore either. She sold it. And the Kardashians, the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians was filmed there. Oh, and then she, then Diana sold it for $87 million. Okay. Malibu is a great place. So I'll give you the full rundown. The short of it is... Um, Half of the homes look like they're falling into the ocean. Nobu is like such a scene. Make a reservation in advance or be famous to get in. Way in advance. Like weeks and weeks. It was the hot spot. Um, Such great little like boutique shops. We had brunch. We went to the beach. It was awesome. And just a much more laid back vibe than, than um, you know, Los Angeles proper, if you will. So we did that and um, we just had a really great weekend. I feel like it was a very LA weekend. So I'm taking it all in, but more on that next week. Here is Jade. That's an actually, that is, okay, you can actually bend. Wait a minute. You can bend your top knuckle from your other knuckles. That's really weird. Wow. That's like double jointed, baby. Oh my God. Jade, I'm obsessed. You are one of my favorite, like best treats that has happened since moving to Los Angeles in seven months. Okay. This woman is fucking so funny, so famous. She's about to pop off even Ah. bigger. (laughs) JCP, you are. And you give me so much inspiration. Can I just tell you? Like... I feel like you are so fucking talented and the amount of like adversity that you have had to face. I feel like I'm the only other person that's had like, like you and I have had the same fucking things. Like I was almost going to co-host with Nick Cannon's morning show. Then he got fired. Like, I mean, just every step of the way. That's so weird. Because I had a Nick Cannon story too. What? Okay. Tell me, tell me. me. And then I was. That's how I got the suit. I did a pilot with Nick Cannon. 
Oh my God. When he had his radio Isn't show in weird? New York. Yes. I was one of the, the top like three people that they were going to have co-hosts with him. And then they fired him the next week. And then they didn't hire anybody else. No, they canned him. He Ugh. got, he has an interesting career. I mean, I guess like all of us, right? All the highs and lows. And then do you know that do, show yeah. Dish Nation? When that's yeah. okay. When that started years ago, they wanted me to be on. And I worked for iHeart, which was Clear Channel at the time. They would not let me do it. So Why? that was like before they would allow, um, they didn't want their radio personalities doing any cross, like nothing. They wanted you to focus on it's the morning like SNL show. and like if you're on Mad TV, like SNL or <sighs> Mad TV, they're probably competitive with each other like that, you know? So I feel like you're, you're a woman, like the minute you started talking, because for people that don't know, we, we met through a comedy class that we did here in LA um, for the past couple right of here, months. Right here, literally. <laughs> we were both in these exact spots, actually. We were, we were over Zoom. The class was here. <laughs> it looked just like this. Yeah. And I just, I, you you started opening up about your story and I'm like, oh my God, we have this I can't same... believe I did that, by the way. That's so unlike me. Really? I cried. And yeah, like I am not a, I'm like a, what's a, like I'm sensitive, but I'm not, I never talk about stuff like that really, especially to a group. Like <laughs> some of the people I had never even met, I don't know what happened. I think I was just really tired that day. And then I, yeah. And then I felt so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I showed too much. Oh, it was I my favorite thing. I was like, I can relate to her so much of just like, you have worked your ass off in Hollywood. And then there's just been these moments where it's like, oh, this is like the tipping point to get her to even more fame. And then like something has happened and it didn't happen. I'm like, oh my God, bitch, oh. I can relate to this so much. The soup was hard. It, that one hurt me. And it took me a long time to like kind of admit it too, because like, I think it's sort of like a breakup, you know, whenever you like go through a breakup, like you're not going to be posting photos of your ex on Insta being like, I just miss him so much. Like, you know what I mean? So I felt weird to be like, this was heartbreaking to me, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I, and then even when I posted that, I felt embarrassed after I was like, why? Okay. So tell um, people this. So, you know, the soup, very, very famous on E, right? I mean, we all know, you know, Joel McHale probably hosted it. I don't know if he hosted it the longest. 11 years. 11 years. Okay. The long, yeah. right. So that was like a staple. We all watched. All right. Then, so you actually, there were, there's been what, four hosts total? Five. Five hosts Five. total. You yeah. were one of those people. So you were tapped to take over and host the soup. When did you get that call? Was that during the pandemic or like right before no, the pandemic hit? Way before. Oh my God, Sarah, the process was like the whole thing was like two and a half years or something, two years, the whole thing. Like I find out in June, I'm in New York already because I didn't think I got it because, you know, that's how like our brains. Yes, are, always, always. We're like, I'm a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. So I was in New York already and I thought I thought I was going to do this other show in New York. There was like a view type show with three other comedians. Rosebud Baker was one of them. Forgot who else. But yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to go do this show in New York. And then I was in my New York apartment and I got I was with my one of my best friends, Erica. And um, my manager just sent a little soup emoji to like the group. And I was like, oh, my and, God. yeah. And then I wasn't allowed to tell anybody for like ever. And then in the meantime, while I don't know what's going on, you know, I'm not allowed to tell anybody, they fire all the execs at E, all the top execs. They fire, that, fire them all, including Amy, who's the woman who brought me in, who adored me. It so was, then was that... we didn't even know if it was going. 
Did, at that moment, did you were, were you because, you know, I feel like it's very much like radio, right? Like when a new manager comes into a radio station, they bring all the people they love. Right. And as long as they're there, you're sort of like protected to some degree. They want to promote you. So when they fired all the execs, were you like, oh, shit? No, but I knew that I had fans there still. I still I worked with like there was some female execs that were just really good to me there. And they like work, you know, they, I know they pushed for me, but I think ultimately they just didn't want to do the show anymore. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe it had been done already. Like, because also the times are different now. Like we get news in a different way. Media is like fed to us. We all have opinions now. Like we don't need somebody going like, this is stupid. It's like we got it. <laughs> you know? So how many um, episodes, how many episodes did you guys actually do before they pulled so the plug? We did five episodes uh, before COVID. Okay. We were about to do our sixth one, like a day away from being like, we finally got this. <laughs> like we're finally in a good rhythm. And then COVID happened. And then we did like five at my house. Like we would do like these little soups for my apartment. And then we did eight more, I want to say, or 11, 11 more episodes during the pandemic. So altogether, we did 16 episodes. So I feel like this is always a challenge. And I'm curious, like, what your experience has been. Because I've heard you yeah. say about the soup experience. I think maybe you said it with uh, in front of us in the class. But that you've yeah. never felt like you could be your authentic self. Um, and yeah, then- it was hard. Well, it's a brand, you know? Right. It's a brand. Like, I'm representing that. It's like, it's the network's brand of show. Like, if it was a show that I had brought in, it would have been a different thing with them, obviously. But, you know, they like... They wanted to be, yeah, it was like, it was very noted, you know? Okay. Do you have any regrets? Do you feel like in, you know, knowing in hindsight's always 2020, but now do you feel like, fuck yeah. it, you should have just been more like, no, I think we should do it this way. I think this, I think that. I think it was inevitable that it would end now looking back on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I did, I, 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 what can I do? Like, that's who I was back then. That's what I thought I was you know what I mean? It was yeah. such a whirlwind. Like I was like, when the pandemic happened, I was like glad for the little bit of a break because it was so it, the promoting that show. I was doing like, oh my, I was doing so many interviews in every language. I you know it got released in France, um, Brazil, Mexico, Canada, like all over the world, Africa, um, wow. like these all these crazy places. So I was doing these interviews days where I would just do interviews the entire day, like hours and hours and hours. There was so much. And then when it came to actually doing the show, like, but we didn't get to do it. And so it was just, why was that one so hard for you to tell? Just because like you felt like it was such a big break and then like, yeah, I think yeah. I felt a little embarrassed, like, you know, just to be added to that family of hosts and not getting really to like make it my own, I think was really devastating to me. Yeah, You know, like, because nobody will ever think of me and go, oh, yeah, that's the host of the soup. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, so that hurt me because I wanted because I am so different from everybody that's hosted it. And so I wanted to make it mine, you know, and I guess I just yeah. And I think I was in my own head. Like before we started the show, we were cleaning my social media like really wiping you it. told me this this like, got me thinking like Fuck, yeah. I got to go back through mine. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I wish I had it. You know what I mean? Like, why? Like why? now I, because now I'm myself, I feel fully realized, honestly, like this show that I just did, that's about to come out. They let me do everything. Like I just watched the first episode and I cried 
I'm, I'm getting like emotional again. I'm like, I never get emotional. And I'm like getting emotional again. Uh, because there's like this one part of the show at the end where I'm like, you guys are the winners, whatever. And then to the other couple, I go, get the fuck out of here. And they leave and it's so funny. And I'm just like, get the, and I can't believe they kept it. You know, obviously I was like joking. And they just like, they allowed it. It's like with flowers, you know, you can't constantly be poking at a, a bouquet of flowers or you got to let them grow and like water them and watch them from a distance and let them do the thing that you're supposed to trust them to do. Well, and the show um, that you're referring to is Hotties on Netflix, which debuts. This- oh, no, Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Hulu, Hotties, new dating show. You're hosting it and it comes out on Tuesday. On Tuesday. So everyone has to watch, of course. Yeah. But so when you were working with Hulu, did they want you to go back through your, um, God, that terrifies me, your social, they never asked, they never were like, hey, what did you post? No, and I've been posting photos of my ass with the show title on it, and I've been tagging Hulu, like, this is me, I'm sorry, like, you have to hire me for me at this point, I I, I can't keep being a chameleon, like, that's not, I'm not an actress all the time, I'm a comic, I have a voice, I know who I am now, and if it's not a match, like, you know what I mean? So I don't think I'm going to be doing anything with like the Christian society of <laughs> white people, you know, anytime soon. Um, but God, I can totally relate to that. How do you think you get there? Is it just like you become so good at your craft or you think it's I age? just got so beat down. I think I just got uh. tired of living like what felt like kind of a double life. Like I didn't really know like a posting. I was always really nervous. I got a lot of social anxiety from um just being like, is this something that's going to upset them? Like, are gonna are they going to ask me to take this down? Like, I don't want to, you know, I just was really nervous to like do something that made E look bad. Oh, I and know. And not that realizing scene. that I just was like bleaching my personality. You yeah. know what I mean? When I did that. So. Wow. That's huge that you like, that they are so open to like, this is who you are and they're not it's trying to, crazy. that's like amazing. They're so lovely. Yeah. And the whole, all of Bright Spot, the production company is also like all women. And it's just been a really cool experience for me. Like the whole thing really helped me. And yeah. And one of the writers on the show is like a, one of my old friends from comedy. So we just sat and we're like trying to make each other laugh and they just use all of it. It's crazy. All right, Jade, let's go back a little bit because I love your story. You grew up in Virginia Mm-hmm. Okay, so wait, Brazil to Virginia, so Brazilian. Remember, you're, you're Brazilian. That's right. You were born in Brazil. Now it's working. By the way, that joke is finally working. <laughs> I say it's Brazilian. It's when you get a wax, but in the shape of a horseshoe. <laughs> you're Brazilian for Virginia. I like the horseshoe the best. That's a great line. <laughs> so, okay, you go. You're you born in Brazil, then you move to Virginia. Your family. Mm-hmm. How did you guys? And we're in Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia, where all the like unfortunate things have happened there, but it's a cool town. Um, Yes. Right. So you, you come to Charlottesville, Virginia. All right. You grow up there. You like, tell me what you were like as a kid. Like, were you always funny? Were you always like outgoing? I was always outgoing. Yeah. I was always outgoing, Yeah, but I didn't speak English when I first got there. So that's like a real thing. I think that's why I do comedy because it, I use my weapon, which was the thing that made me feel isolated. You know what I mean? When did you decide, though, that you were going to pursue comedy? Because you've been doing comedy a long time. I started, mm, well, actual actual stand-up, you mean? Yeah. 
actual stand-up, I've been, this is my 14th year in. So I started in 2008 at the Comedy Store here in LA. And what a place to launch. I, might, well, I, know. I don't know. I, I started at, so Emerson has like, like this program that you do here. That's like an exchange program. So you live in LA for like a semester. And we lived at the Oakwood Apartments before they had the Emerson building. Okay. I would buy my, my, I would get drugs from like kid actors. It was the best. And um, then you have an internship. And I had a friend who from Emerson, one of my best friends from Emerson had an internship at National Lampoon. And they were looking for a female host to do this like clip show that is basically the soup. It's like me making fun of clips. Yep. And I had hosted a show in college in Boston, local public show in Boston, where I learned how to read a teleprompter and earpiece, you know, all the hosting shit that you get after you do it for a long time. And I came out here, I was young and I already had that. I didn't know that it was going to be something I ever used because I was never like, I want to be a host, you know? Um, and yeah. And then I got the gig and the writer of the show was like, you should come to the comedy store and do stand up." And he brought me there, Sandy Danto. Still wow. does com- we still do comedy together. And that night at the comedy store, Chris Rock showed up. It was Vargas' show. It was Vargas' show you just met. Oh, and, are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. And Chris Rock showed up and we, I, we were like hanging out with him. And I just had this sense of like, I've been here before. It was so overwhelming. I like everything kept feeling like, I don't know. It just was like familial to me. It just felt like, and so I asked for a job and they were like, girls don't work here. Literally. They're like, you could be a waitress. I was like, tell me when you need a bartender. Literally two days later, they called me. They're like, we need a bartender. Okay. Wait for this. So years later, I'm in this acting class and I meet this girl the other day and she goes, Oh, I used to work at the comedy store. I go, wait, 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 when? And she goes, Oh, I left in like 2008. I go, Oh my God, were you the bartender? She was like, yeah, I was the bartender. And she was like, Oh my God, you took my job. I was like, you're the bartender. <laughs> it turns out she booked this a sitcom. Town a sitcom and left and that's why she left and then i got her job jade if she hadn't booked that sitcom how crazy is that it's i feel like the craziest part about la is it is such a small town even though it's huge it's just like one tiny it's so freaking tiny so okay so 14 years ago you start this stand-up like you know, your Jer- whole journey. journey, right? Was it, but, and did you, I mean, the, like you've been in so many things acting, tons. So did you really want to be an actress first, but then you kind of find comedy? Okay, okay. So you've always really wanted, wanted to, to be an actress. Yeah, I, the dream was Broadway. The dream has always been Broadway. And always, is it still, always, always. is that still yeah. like you do? Okay, you yeah. really, you do have- Yeah, musical theater. That's what I went to school for. You have that and voice. So, I love musical theater. <laughs> I just want to do a show on Broadway so bad. Um, that's still the dream that I, I would have like a one woman comedy show with dance and like songs. And Oh, you will. Oh my God, please. You've done so much. So tell me what's been your favorite acting gig so far. I mean, you've done everything. Californication, Two Broke Girls. Okay. What, yeah. what TV show? I mean, you've been on your IMDb is insane. I'm loving this interview so far. It's going really my way. <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes when you now look, I mean, I'm older now, so I feel like moving to a city is not as intimidating as it was like years ago when I moved to D.C. I was like, oh, but I just feel like you are such a warm and inviting and encouraging person. And I, I 
like I said, that comedy class was like the best way to enter LA because it wasn't like in a competitive way. It wasn't in a, it was beautiful. It, yeah. And it's not like that. And it's the comedy world is not like that. Oh, oh, it's not. Oh <laughs> no. The whole reason I, I, the whole reason I took that class was to like help me with my comedy trauma. <laughs> Because Literally. what is the comedy scene like in LA? What's, what are stand-up comics Competitive. Like? Yeah. Competitive, isolated. Um, it's hard to find. You have to find your community. It's not everybody, but there's, it's cutthroat. It's very competitive. It's the best of the best, you know? And yeah. you think you want to do this and you're new to it. You're competing with someone who does it every single night, has been doing it for whatever, many years. And most of these dudes don't have a fucking life. So they're like, out there they love it you're doing like four shows a night i know you yeah. meet these guys and they're like okay i'm going over here i'm going to the east side and you're like i'm like oh, oh yeah bro i got this fucking dean del rey i always make fun of him because he's always has shows they like, i guess it's fine right my motorcycle to this fucking show and i'm like i i'm like it's thursday the real housewives come out tonight <laughs> i know right I'm all right in bed by 9 30. so i i know you i know you've shared a lot of the trauma that you've had be you know being a woman in stand-up how have yeah. you, and I mean, truly, I think, were you ready to quit when you took the class? Were you like at the yeah. point you were? Not to quit, but I was in a very dark, I mean, I have a very complicated relationship with stand-up because it is something that I kind of f- fell into and never like learned how to do properly, I think. And I was always like, I don't know. I can't explain it. I never feel like I did it right until now, which right. is crazy. I just feel like I was really, really bad for a really long time. And I'd never really had any guidance or like support in that way. And I just really fought and kept fighting, you know? Um, I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought. No, I mean, the fact that you didn't give up, I mean, knowing how competitive and cutthroat it is, uh, you know, is is amazing. And I think for me now, I look at this whole industry as like, I, I just want to have fun and be around people that are fun. And like all these other people are hung up in their heads and, you know, can – go to every level they want or whatever. But I'm like, I just, I can't do that anymore. You know, I spent so many years like being jealous of people or stalking them online. And it's exhausting. You know, it's called comparisonitis. Comparisonitis. Like I just. I listened to a book about it. Oh, you did? What's the book? Yeah. Um, It's this Australian girl. I'll share it with you. And she's like, comparisonitis. (laughs) That's horrible. Comparis. It's really hard to do it. Comparisonitis. It robes you. Um, well, no, that's it. I'm, I, I'm the worst with accents. I'm not even going to attempt. I'm, I'm not even going to Russian, by the way, the Russian joke, I'm so happy. That's my favorite joke now. My ESL one with the yeah. Russian accent. That's become my favorite joke to tell. Because when you came stage. to Charlottesville, you learned English from a woman that had a Russian accent, right? So basically, yeah, and, now, were- and now I say, honestly, who did you borscht to get this job? <laughs> I love it. So dumb. Oh, it's true. You can't you can't compare yourself anymore. You just have to keep going. And I look, I you cannot admire... pay attention to other people. You can't well, what are you doing? No. I literally like, what are you doing today? I'm like, what do you need? What does Jade need? What do you need? What's baby Jade needs? Okay, have you always been like that or how did you get to that no. place? Okay, how did you get there? Cause you I mean, people I don't think people understand. Like you opened for Bobby Lee. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the biggest. I mean, I've seen you do stand up, I mean you know, with Dane Cook, you're so big. Like, how that's the do- person you said. <laughs> I think. Oh, people, Sarah, how I, dare you? Yeah, but you know what? It's so funny. I saw you do at the Comedy Store. Uh, no, that was at the Laugh Factory. At 
you so you were part of a lineup with Dane Cook and for some reason ever since I've seen him I've become like obsessed like now I follow him on TikTok and I watch all his t- I don't even know why but I just I'm like god do I rem- like do you remember how fucking huge Dane Cook like Dane Cook was the biggest comic 10 years ago I mean he was he was an incredibly inspiring what he did like the tours like the the world tours like I, my friends were open for him in these like 13,000 seater places. Fucking nuts. I mean, you could, it's a different nuts. type of comedy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. All right, y'all need some Allbirds in your life. Schman and I rock Allbirds all the time. Allbirds all day. You know what I'm saying? And we love them. All birds are super comfortable, okay? They're made with um, eucalyptus fiber as well. So they're completely um you know, made from natural products. They mold to your feet. Find out why people absolutely love them. And they're best sellers. You can go and shop them right now for women. Um, I really love their Tree Dasher One. I have those as well as their Women's Tree Runners. They come in multiple different colors. And then their Women's Tree Breezers are great for work. I even just got the Breezers as well um, in this really great purple color. They come in all different sizes. I got, um, and it was, it's really cute. I feel like um, they have a, like a pink sole and they're the luxe purple. But you can get them in Cream Hush, Thrive Yellow, Hazy Mauve, and more. Go to allbirds.com. They even have children's shoes. Their little ones are so cute. Um, they have kids from 5T and then um, even... 11 T to three years old. So it's, it's just, I love all their stuff, by the way. They really have great products. Um, and if you're not happy, you can easily return it. I've done it returns. I've done exchanges. Couldn't be easier. Head to allbirds.com right now. Dame products, get yourself a hot sex Oh, I get sexed up. Dame Products, I love them being a sponsor of the show because more people should talk about sex. You should not feel guilty about sex. A lot of women cannot orgasm because it's just, there's so many mental things that go into your orgasm. If you were raised in a super religious family or you've had any trauma, Dame wants to eliminate that and make time... 
time in the bedroom fun. Right now, you can go to dameproducts.com, use the code TSFS at checkout to get 15% off. TSFS, The Sarah Fraser Show. Discover your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys and discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and so much fun. They have great colors as well. Their palm is a pleasure in the palm of your hand and a vibe that invites exploration. Their arc is a strong curve vibe that finds the perfect spot in berry color. Most of their vibrators retail for about $90, and they have a three-year warranty. Believe me, that $90 will be well spent. I have Dame products, and I love them on nonstop ship station guys make ship happen it's one of my favorite sayings many of you own small businesses or maybe you have a friend that has a small business well would you tell them about ship station ship station will make you wonder why you never did shipping or why you did shipping the hard way i should say it works with all your storefronts from amazon ebay etsy and more and lets you automate processors like fulfillment and tracking so you can save time managing orders while keeping customers happy. You also get deeply discounted shipping rates normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies. In fact, 98% of the companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. My aunt is one of them. My auntie Linda in Maine has been a longtime eBay seller. She uses ShipStation all the time to get the best rates for her clients. ShipStation isn't magic, but it'll make your shipping stress disappear. Sign up using my promo code TSFS for a free 60-day trial today at ShipStation.com and start breathing easier with every shipment. That's two whole months free, stress-free shipping, and it's free to try. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in TSFS. ShipStation, make ship happen. Tell me about this. I want to know what it's like. So you should be nice, right? Because I feel like I should be a bitch. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, some girls are a bit savage, but that's their thing. Like, that's not, that's never been my thing. I don't like making people feel bad. Like, I feel nervous when I, like, somebody can't tell that I'm smiling under my mask at them. I'm like, <laughs> so do trying you, to show it. Do you think in this town, if you're a douche, like, whether you're a comic or you're an actor, like, if when you get, when you hit it big and you're an asshole and then you come down, like, people remember that and they, like, don't, they don't want to work with you. Yes. Like, it comes back around. Yes. Really? I think it does. I think it does. I just don't, it's like, why be an, like, I don't understand in any profession, like, why be an asshole in your place of work? Like, don't you want things to be nice and like comfortable for everybody? I don't know. I just don't like that tension. I don't either. No, I don't either. But I've worked with a lot of people. I mean, radio to me is a lot like stand-up comedy and a lot of comics end up doing radio. So I've worked with, you know, you've worked with men your whole career too. I would love to do radio. I know you always say that, that you want to work at SiriusXM, right? I would love Why it. Aren't you I would on love radio to have Andy. my radio show. Huh? Why aren't you on Radio Andy? Maybe we should pitch you for like Radio uh, Andy. What's that? Andy Cohen's um he has his own channel on yeah. Sirius XM. It's called Radio Andy and Jeff Lewis is on. I think I think all you do is talk about um housewife. Like you can only talk about I think they're Wait, Bravo is this show. a dream? <laughs> I know. Wait, did I die and go to heaven? <laughs> You should do that. My heaven is just talking about the Real Housewives endlessly for no reason. The lady who does my nails, my new lady, loves Real Housewives. And we watch it while she does my nails and just we're like, we hate her. We love her. (laughs) Who are you currently? Who are you? What seasons are you watching and who do you love? Who do you hate? 
I'm obsessed with Beverly Hills, obsessed beyond. I, like they literally cannot make the episodes fast enough. I'm oh, like, can you have like 40 episodes, please? It's so little. I'm like, I need more. I know. Me too. Um, I'm obsessed with Lisa Renna, obsessed. She can't do wrong. She can't do wrong in my eyes. Have you met Renna feel- yet in Hollywood? Yes. Of course. Okay, tell me what Ren is like because I hear that Renna amazing has, professional. Yeah, professional. Heard, but I've heard she's, she's like less um, outgoing in real life. Like she, like it's. The, I've heard that it, it's like an interesting dichotomy where she actually like when she's not working, she doesn't really care about the spotlight, and then when she's working, it seems like she does. I don't know if there's. She's that amazing. Okay, so I was at the Feeling Giovanni shoot for Countess Land's music video. I was there when they shot it, and it was like just at, like <laughs> how, them. How did you get that? Countess Luann's niece is one of my best friends. Oh my She's like God. the niece from the show. Epic. And she was like, oh my God, she was in town. And she was like, she's an artist, she's amazing. And she was like, come, oh my God, feeling. And I was like, I look like shit. She was like, I, I look like shit. She's like, come, we have to get there like by this time. And I was like, no. And uh, we got there and they were feeling the Giovanni music video and it was like a catwalk. So Cynthia, Cynthia first comes out and does the catwalk, like oh my all God. sexy. And then Countess Luann comes out all sexy. Lisa Renna comes out and it's like, like, I have the video. I'm going to send it to you. It is. And I'm like, that's who I am. I'm like, I'm Renna. I'm Renna, Renna is me. We're the same. She's just so like. Oh, I'm she's obsessed. A, Renna's Like master. she just knows her lights. She knows, you know, she's so professional. Like when you're around her, you can feel like she's working. You know what I mean? Like she's on the clock, like. You can tell. Who is there any? See, I I actually think Beverly Hills has the best cast. I love them all. Like, I love Sutton. I love them all. I feel like Sutton's so good in the mix. Like, I love how Sutton gets under their skin. Sutton drives me wild. Sutton drives me. I I love it. She gets under my skin. Really? She She does? Yeah. But it's so hard because they, they, it works on me. Like, I'm one of those people, like, if a commercial for like a Coca-Cola is on, I'm like, I want that. I need that. Like, I'm so easily brainwashed by their storylines. Oh, me too. So, like, when they're all mad at Sutton, I'm like, I'm mad at Sutton. Like, <laughs> for no reason. I don't know her. I'm sure she's lovely. Like, she's Southern and loves fashion. Like, I'm sure we get along. Oh, but I know. That season when, yeah. is so good. Are you but watching re- anyone else? Because I've, see, I've seen. I'm watching Dubai. Are you? I couldn't get into it. I just, it's so glamorous. Chanel, she's. You guys don't like me because uh, she's what's her line? It's like, you don't like me because you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you're inspiring me to watch. I haven't watched. It's me, so it's good. Like- they have a wedding in the desert. It's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's oh. I love it. It, it. But it's not as exciting You I, because there's not as much history. We don't know about these women yet. So we don't feel that thing with them yet. So you got to like. I know. I know. Everybody says it's like Salt Lake. Like the first season of Salt Lake, nobody really cared. Then the second season. I know, me too. Jen Shaw, the second she went off, I was like, I'm hooked. uh, You know, Jen Shaw is going to go to jail for like 10 years. She's Uh, like, it's, I mean, not, it's not going to be like That makes me sick. Does it? That makes me sick. Yeah. I, I know. I don't want anybody, like, honestly, even my enemies, I like, I'm not like that. Like, I, I just have horrible, like, impact, like, impact. Oh, I do. I feel like I know. know. I'm just overly empathetic. I'm like, oh, her family, like her kids. Like, I know. But I mean, why would you be scamming elderly people out of their like Medicare? Is that what it was? Yes. Oh, God. I don't even want to know. I'm like, la, 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 la. Like, (laughs) girl. I'm going to just continue to think she's like a good person. Please. Don't ruin Jen's shop for me. 
Oh, my God. And then, like, the leads that she couldn't fully scam, she would sell those to other people who were fully aware that they were, like, scam leads. I know. I know. But I get what you're saying. I always have empathy for all sides in situations because I'm just like, if something gets to that point, I mean, so I just don't know why. She's a narcissist, I guess. But I don't know why you'd put yourself on TV if you knew. Because she, you know, she was doing this, this like scam, this Medicare, Medicaid scam since like 2014. I mean, years before the show. It's like, why? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why be on TV? Like, why be in front of everybody? Well, I think you go along for so long and you think you're going to get caught and then you don't get caught. So you get a little bit more confident and then you think, all right, I have like a system down. We've been doing this for like six years. I'm not going to get caught. it's like basically it's stealing it's uh, it's Jen it's stealing Shaw, from people who are like vulnerable it's so horrible she preyed on the vulnerable jade and she took just hundreds of thousands of dollars from older people how do you feel now i mean i didn't know it myself so i guess i get to enjoy her outfits from a distance oh my god all right this interview is all over the place but now i gotta go back <laughs> What are we talking about? I don't it's care. Us hanging out, it literally. is. But wait, I got to go back. I want to know. So, uh, you know, I've watched all kinds of clips about you. So you were on California Californication, which was so fucking good. Yeah. And I, I've heard you say David Duchovny is like just a seductress in real life, like hot, just like beautiful, beautiful man. man. Um, but then I had actually seen a clip where you had said that they wanted you to get naked for or topless for Californication and you wouldn't do it. Do you like. I wouldn't that, do it. That's a bold move. I feel like I would have showed David Duchovny my tits. It was my second big acting. I had just done two broke girls. That's huge. Which too. was very sitcom-y. Again, it's that part of me that was very apologetic for being like a dirty mouthed, sexy fucking person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I didn't really, ex- I was still very like, and they were, it was supposed to be a super crazy sex scene where he's like fucking me and eating me out from behind and stuff. And, and I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, you know, and then they were like negotiating, like you can see half of the nipple, like a little bit of the asshole. Like it was just crazy and it was too much work. So they just decided that he rejects my character. And I'm the only one. I always say that's the only character in history of the show that he says no to because oh he has God. sex with like every woman. Does and um, I got to make out with him a little bit. I always brag about that. Like just a little bit. <laughs> is David Duchovny a great kisser? Is it is it is it awkward to to make out with people? Like not really on a it's set. Like, not really. It's just you're so focused on the yeah. shot. Yeah. And like how it looks. Like I just hate my profile, so I'm just like trying to make it look like cute. So that's all I'm doing. So which is probably not good for acting. I should be more in the moment. But oh my god, I'm very aware of the shots and stuff like that. Who's is that the only makeout scene you've ever had? In your in your acting no. career, okay. Who's been oh the my best? God, no. Who's been the what? Who's been the best kisser for all your shows? Because by the way, Manhattan. Love it wouldn't story. be anybody. It wouldn't be anybody you knew. Oh, like it wouldn't be a big actor. I didn't really get to kiss a lot in Manhattan Love Story, but I loved my husband. We're still very very close. The guy who played my husband in Manhattan Love Story, Nick. Oh, we had the best time. Okay, well, who that show, that show was my first heartbreak. Oh, when, when that show ended, it was your first heartbreak? It ended three episodes early while we were still shooting. And they called, we shot all day Friday. And then Monday morning, they called us and said, it's over. And I was like, what's over? God. And they're like, show's over. And we were like, what? And then like, literally by that afternoon, they're like, yeah, with a set and stuff. 
Oh my God. I would have been like, oh, to make out with David Duchovny, I would have been like, I, I need another scene. I just, I don't feel like I got, I, I, it wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like, I would, have been, I would have been like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The lighting was really, can we do it one more time? I, I mean, I just, I was kept- so scared though to like be naked and then never work again and be like oh. one of those girls. You know what I mean? And now, do you think now that even matters? Now I feel like they don't care, right? Don't you feel like anything goes? I think goes it does now? matter. Oh, it does? I think, you think it does matter. I think I, I think really? I want them to pay to see my titties at this point. You know what I mean? Like mm. I remember I was on guy code, girl code at the time when yep. I shot it. And I remember Andrew Schultz was in there and I was like, I'm going to get half a million for each titty. And he was like, good luck. And so I still have that in my head. I'm like, you'll see one day. Andrew, you'll see. You just wait. You just, just wait. wait. No, because my, I had friends who have done that and Entourage. And then also I was there. We did seven episodes. We were like recurring act, like writers on the show. And there was a naked girl. Like there was like a naked girl scene. And it was just so like uncomfortable for her. Like she was in this pool having sex with the agent. And we all come out and see it. So this huge party of people, extras. Wait, was this for all- Entourage? Wait, what show was this? No, for for um david duchovny show for, for californication californication okay, okay got it got yeah it. and she was so and she's like it was just so uncomfortable like I, she was just uncomfortable and it was cold and like it just i was like i that's not that that's not my gig that's yeah not no you gotta that's do not it. my gig i i love that you've stuck with who you are i mean that's amazing I, like i said like i just fell in love with you the moment i met you because i'm like i feel like i have so many parallels about her you know All right. This I think is also fascinating and people can learn from this. I do think one thing, you know, you're Brazilian and you're, you're apart from Virginia too. uh, You're, wait, how do you say it? You're Brazilian. 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 But you, you're like me, late nineties, baby, 2000. You would actually pretend you, for a long time, you just pretended to be white. Like that's so interesting. And you know what's funny? I don't, I didn't pretend to be white. Well, not, yeah. Tell me. I don't know. I just wasn't very like. I wasn't as proud out and loud and proud about my ethnicity and who I thought I was because I wanted to fit it. I wanted to fit in with the hype. <laughs> I think that's a normal thing. I don't think any immigrant comes here and is like, come eat my ethnic smelly food with my parents on the ground. You know what I mean? Nobody's like. No, like, I think you're right. Make me bacon and eggs, you know. But now, I wanted to. Uh, no, I feel like I did the same thing. Like I really worked to get rid of my Maine accent. I didn't want people to know that I was from Maine. And now I think I should have ha- I should have kept my Maine accent because you should have kept it. That's something that people would have known me for, and they would have been like, "Oh, Sarah, for that chick with the thick Maine accent." And and I spent so many years. I did not want to sound like I was from Maine. But now it's so interesting you saying this because now you're hesitant to be going doing stand up all the time, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, and you're like people are gonna judge me for this and that. It's like, oh my they're god, they're not. It's true. I mean, like, that's don't let other people stop. They're stopping you from doing something you want to do. Totally, the fear of other people, strangers. Oh, I still have that so much. Like, I don't know why I care what people think. I like, don't why? care. No, Dude, I I have moments. I the comments on my stand-up videos, it, it does bother me that there's so many like women are funny. It does get to me a little because it's like, get a new joke. Yeah, like find something like. Also, I never asked you to say this is funny. That's the weird thing about posting stuff online. It's like, you know, like you just keep moving. Like why? The, what makes you stop and like proofread it and go, yeah, that's what I want to say. Like what the fuck? 
Well, and I, girls, you know, and when girls do it, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Let's help each other. Like, yeah, but it's so hard. I think, I think I see so many people, I'm sure you do in my life, in this business, right? Where there, there's, you do get so many no's. And I feel like this isn't just our industry. It's like all industries. Like it is, it's very hard. And I think people give up and then they get re- really resentful and they get very jealous. Like what you are doing is someone's dream. Like, and so I think people. I never thought about it that way. Oh, yeah. I, I, I never thought about it that way. So it's like a resentment of like, fuck you, like you get to do this. Oh, totally. I think because, I mean, look, I mean, I, look, I know myself, right? For years, I have always had a calling to do stand-up. I don't know why. I don't know where it's going to go. I have no idea. And like I told you, I don't want to act. What do you mean it's going? It's go. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. I don't want to act. I, you know, I did, I did one day on the set of Crashing. It was so much fun, but I was like, this is too fucking long. You know, I so loved- So specific. That's so specific. <laughs> that reference is so niche. So neat. Greg Fitzsimmons came over to me. He said, I don't think you're an actress. I said, I know. I, because I was so tired. I was so, we were, we, you know, we had a 6 a.m. call. We were still there at 8 o'clock at night. I was like, are it's you harder. People kidding? think it's so easy. Acting is physically and mentally draining. And you have to be so present. So like, present. And I'm I love like, it. I don't want to be a writer on one of these shows. You know, I mean, P would be like, go back. I need, I need four or five more jokes, right? I'm like, then we'd all have to wait for them. I'm like, are you kidding? It's, Seven o'clock at night. I want to be out of here. I want to be watching Housewives. I'm like, well, I don't stand want to up. You act. go. You do it. Yeah, you go. You do it. You leave. I love that part of it, though. Like, I do love just showing up, getting on stage, and then I'm like, bye. Like, I just <laughs> me too. That's why I think it's for me. But I spent so many years resenting other people because that's what I wanted to do. And Interesting. one of one of the best things I wow. think. Jerry, our comedy teacher, said is like that which you that which you criticize you can't be. And I'm like, oh, you know, there's some truth to that because people what people are saying to you, they I mean, Jade, you are hosting a dating show on one of the biggest networks. I'm so excited. Ever. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, people Thank you. That's very sweet. I'm excited. I'm excited. You should be. People that are not living their yeah. truth, you know, they're jealous of that. Wow, I never thought about it in a way. And I'm like, what can I do to go like, like I I just post Jerry's the link to Jerry's class oh. under each mean comment. <laughs> you too, you too can do this. I've been, I, I can write them back. Been there. Here's Jerry's class. Yeah. I hey, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like I just want to kill them with kindness. I just keep responding like, watch my special. Oh, you okay. don't like this? You're gonna hate my special. Let's talk about hotties. So it's on Hulu. It's a new dating show. Tell everybody what the premise is. You're the host. Incredible. I'm the host. It's a hybrid dating cooking competition show. We have four people, two blind dates. They're in separate food trucks, cooking, going on the date. And I'm watching from like a separate trailer off to the side. We're in the desert. It's gorgeous. And then every 15 minutes, they have a heat challenge they have to go through, which is eating like something super spicy. And they get hotter and hotter as the challenges go. And they have to eat the hot, the spicy stuff in order to keep cooking. So it's like a million ideas in one. And it just works. It's so funny, Sarah. I watched it today. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like people are just, there's something so sadistic and weird. But it's so funny when people are like out of control. They're stripped of those inhibitions. You know, like it's so interesting to see what happens. To, like people say reality tv's lowbrow but i actually disagree i think there's a psychology to it that's oh. really fascinating oh my and god and people that don't get it i'm like 
you don't understand. I'm like, this is how they're acting in front of a camera. The, like, yeah. imagine what they're like without the camera. What did you think of the couples? Like, were you, did any of them have like instant chemistry? Because it's always yeah. fascinating. Some of them are still hanging out. Some of them are still really? hanging out. I mean, a lot of them are like, you know, young, like up and coming actors or want to be in the industry and they're like hot. There are their models. There's like a lot of models. I actually follow one of the girls and she's like crushing. She just said Savage Fenty and like all this stuff. The, the contestants were so beautiful. So they were so young and beautiful. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I know, I know. They look amazing on the show. And I'm half always- of the show is me being like, that guy's shirtless. Ah. Like, literally the whole time. I'm disgusting. I'm like, no. If I was like an old man, I would be canceled for how perverted I am on the show. God, that makes me so happy because every guy I see here in LA, I'm like, oh my God, so fucking hot. There's yeah, so there were so many guys. hot guys. Like at one of them, I was like, yeah, you guys win. And then I like shoved the girl away. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna take this one. <laughs> um, so yeah, they do these food. And it's crazy because like some of the people are not even affected at all by it. Like some of them are like. By the like, spice? Like phase them. Yeah. So they're eating. It was like one girl that could just like, t- she just didn't feel any of it. Oh my God. You're like superhuman. I would be like, I, I don't know. I could never do They're eating like the spiciest shit in the entire world. Like uh, Tabasco is 600 Scoville heat units or 6,000, something low like that. We were feeding them like a million Scoville heat units oh by the third challenge. My God. I and they're like hurt. throwing up, but they still want to win. So they like, then they go back to like kissing and stuff. It's so funny. It's. It's gross. It's funny. It's weird. And I think it's the first of its kind. And so hopefully it like brings in all the food people and all the people who love dating competitions and we can meet in the middle somewhere. All in one. I love that. Yeah. I could never do it. Like, cause I mean, I eat like mildly spicy things and then like I'm shitting for like three days and like Same. I, can feel my, I, I love my asshole and I just finally got it to a sweet <laughs> spot and I, I just don't want to change. I just don't want to have burning diarrhea. Like the end. I don't know how people do that. Me neither. I know. But I, I mean, I, I have friends that they eat spicy stuff all the time and they say they, they never like the rush. have burning They diarrhea. get a rush. Yeah. They get yeah. a rush. What My was... sister gets a rush. They like sweat. They like like getting sweaty and capsaicin. We... That's what it releases. And it tells your brain that you're in pain. So oh. like, so your brain is like, that's why you start to get hot because it's like helping you oh, like get rid of sense. it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the body's like, that's amazing. Look at you. You like, did you end up having to learn like a lot of science about, yeah, it seems like you learned a lot of science. I love food stuff. I like, it was always a dream of mine to host a food show. So that's why I was like so hard on myself when I did that on the audition. I was like, this is the perfect show for me, you know? Um, And I love food facts. So we, I would learn about the, whatever peppers we were doing and like research on my own. So I could be like, fun fact, you know, like really random little thing. I love that stuff. Um, And so, yeah. It was supposed to be on the Food Network as well, but then we got a rating that was way too mature. Because <laughs> I say cloner in one of the episodes. I go, oh my God, I have a clip boner. I'll show you a picture of it. It made me laugh That's really it, hard. That, they- you know what? That takes a lot more than people think, right? I never even would have thought to research the spice levels. Look at this. Cloner. Cloner. <gasps> Oh my God, Jade, this was like meant for you. This was a show that was just meant for you. I hope we get to do more. I've never done a show for more than one season ever. Oh, it will change. This is it. I hope so. You are so talented so. and amazing. Thanks, um, okay, I know you have to go. You're doing tons of promotion for the show. Everybody's going to watch Tuesday night on Hulu, Hotties. Um, but one of the other things I love is your potential baby journey. Are you... 
how any updates that you want to share? Zero potential of baby right now. I can't even get out of this one bedroom apartment. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm work. I'm going to be trying for baby number two this September. So I keep thinking That's like, oh, maybe Jade exciting. will be preggers with me. Oh my God, it would be so cute. Yeah. Not no. Not no. Okay. Okay. Never know. But wait, I have another baby that's coming out though. August 28th, my special's coming out. My very first comedy special. Okay, when was this taped? Where can we see it? That's It was taped. I taped it at the end of the last year in Philly at the Helium Comedy Club. And it's every joke I've ever written curated into one little bit. I do two songs and then I'm releasing the musical version of it um, in September. But August 28th at Helium Comedy Studios on YouTube, my full, my first 45 that I ever dropped. Girl. I'm saying hour, but I did it very fast. So it turned out to be like 50 minutes. <laughs> Not the most. Look, you are, you are, I- I'm telling you, everybody from that class was magic, but you, I-, I just, I think it was so great to see somebody who has seen adversity in this industry. And, you know, everybody has, but. I saw a clip you did with Bobby Lee because you opened for Bobby Lee, but you were on his podcast and you guys were just talking about how you see people come in the business and then a couple years later, they're, they're not doing it, which I think is always sad, you know, because there's, it's funny, you hear people's stories in Hollywood, how they came, they started getting work and then like a dry spell happened and they gave up. And I'm always like, why did you give up? You don't know, like, you don't know how close it's you so are. It's so overwhelming though. The rejection can be really hard. I mean, people don't understand what it feels like because it's it's hard not to, it's hard not to take it personally because you're yeah. presenting yourself as the brand. So it does feel like yeah. a rejection to yourself. But yeah, once you separate and it becomes like more of a business, I'm saying that now because I have shit coming out, but catch, <laughs> check back in. <laughs> Check back in. It doesn't like, matter. David Carradine. Much when I'm comparing myself again and I'm mad. No. I will. Uh, David Carradine's motto is my motto. And I, you know, even though he like died by asphyxiation in that closet in Thailand when he had his balls it tied happened. to his neck, it happened. Yeah. But he would always say there are no failures in Hollywood, just people that give up too soon. And I'm like, I know it. I know Wait, it. I love that quote. I thought that that was my, my um, business of acting teacher told me that. And I thought it was his quote. No, he stole it from David Carradine. <laughs> But I mean, I guess David Carradine isn't really around to, you know, contest it. So, I mean, you know, Brad Lamath didn't come up with that quote. <laughs> no, That's Brad. His real name. That's his Brad. Real name. Brad Lamath, business of acting. Look, wow, that's really, I love that, but it's true. It, you know, if you stay with it like cream, you'll rise to the top like a foamy, delicious, delicious. weightless, fucked up cream because by the time you're at the top, or, you know, it's funny because you, you pop off, right? You have like, like, look at Tiffany Haddish, right? Like she's an A-lister, incredible. It's, and people are like, where did she come from? And I'm like, but she's been doing stand-up since she was 14 years old. Okay. Like. I know. And I actually. People don't know. Yeah. I, there's a comic in DC, Rob Mayer, who's really sweet. And he like did so much work with her. And he, he tells a story about, you know, they're still friends. And he would talk about like the year before she, I, what was it? Girls trip or something though. I can't remember yeah. the movie, but yeah. he, but he said like the two of them sat down and she was like, I just, I think I'm going to stop because it's like, nothing is, nothing is happening. It's been years. And you know, she went out on tons and tons of auditions and got so many no's. And oh then, my God, Sarah. I know. Auditions. Well, believe me, I'm finding out even more no's. So, you know, <laughs> I can relate. You know? <laughs> but yeah, poor Laura. She has to hear us be like, Laura, please. And then in this and crazy. She's like, I just want to run. Stop. I know. 
In a crazy turn of events, we share, share the same fabulous agent who, yes, yeah, wants to be doing triathlons. Yeah, she wants to be running 100 miles through the desert with no it's water. Amazing. But we're like, Laura, <laughs> get me a fucking job. Anyway, okay, I Jade. told her, I was like, if you had the same passion that you have for triathlons, for getting me on the cooking network, I swear. We would be, <laughs> you and I would be hosting all of Radio Andy, goddammit, on SiriusXM. But Laura currently is- Oh, I want to investigate that. Thank you for- Thank you. Yes. For me. I to that. Um, okay. Do I, am I saying it right? Jade Kata Prada. Did I say it right? Prada. Kata Prada. Kata Prada. So I wasn't, I wasn't Prada. close. Prada. Preta. Like the, it's like the word black in, 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 uh, in, in Spanish. Preta. Jade Kata Preta. Okay. Oh, I like when you say ethnic like that. I love that. Jade Kata Preta. Preta. Um, Everybody needs to follow you on Instagram. You are an inspiring woman. If you come to LA, hit up Jade. I mean, I don't think she really wants that, but I'm just saying like, because- I actually do. I actually respond to like even the weird DMs. I'm not kidding. Sometimes I'm like bored and I'm like, why not? Like, oh my God. And I- Energy know, works like that. If you go in, energy gets stopped. It's so- I honestly believe that. Oh, I believe it too. I believe yeah. it too. We're all going to be watching. I need to go to my IG story and delete because I promoted you, but I tagged Netflix and fuck that. You're on Hulu. So Tuesday night, I got to go delete that. Hulu, Tuesday night, the show is Hotties with my girl. You, Jade, you're fabulous. Thank you for being on. I love you. Everybody watch my special too, August 28th. And August 28th. Jaded. It's called Jaded. Jaded on YouTube. Jaded. Bye, gorgeous. Love you. Bye.